Hello and welcome to the Dime Alive podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. Each week I show you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I interview top thought leaders changing the world with their work. And I also show you how you can build a life in alignment with your soul, do your dharma, be happier, healthier, live longer and have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. So without further ado, let's dive into the next podcast. Welcome to the Kitty Talks podcast. We interview people changing the world with their work. The purpose of listening to our podcast is to inspire you to step into your higher purpose. And this week, we have a wonderful guest all the way from Florida in the States. We've been comparing accents already. Lovely Melissa Caprio. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Kitty, for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing your story, Melissa. So Melissa is an author, a photographer, and she's the creator of a new book, Podcast to Do the Universe. So I'm excited to dive in and see what that is. But Melissa, if you don't mind just sharing with my audience a little bit about who you are and what you're currently doing in the world. Sure. So my name is Melissa Caprio and I am a, actually I started out as a photographer. So I have a fine art degree. I did photography and I would say maybe five years ago, I started a project called Postcards to the Universe where I asked people to send me a manifesting postcard and a postcard, a manifesting postcard is like a mini vision board a lot of people that you listen to your show probably know what vision boarding is. So we put on the postcard what we want to manifest and um, they send them to me or I also teach a workshop and they leave them with me. And when their manifestation becomes their reality, they share their manifesting story. So in the book, I have 30 postcards that I photograph, I photograph each postcard in my own intuitive, unique way, and then with their story next to it. So that is the project in a nutshell. And the way the project happened was, and I know that you like this kind of stuff from your, your shows, I really believe I was divinely given the project because it, at one night, I've told this story numerous times on, on my show. I have a show too. It, I heard like about, you know that, you know that time like where you're not quite asleep yet, but you're still not awake. And you're in awake, that, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard it. I heard postcards to the universe super loud in my head. And I got those goosebumps and I knew it was really important, but I didn't know why it was important. And I got up and I went on to GoDaddy and I said, oh, I hope the domain name is available. And it was, and I bought it. And I didn't know what I was going to do with it for a little while, for at least a year. And I just kind of sat there, but I just knew it was super important. So that's how it kind of started. And I really believe that it was my higher self. I don't know. Somebody was talking to me. It didn't come from me. It came somewhere else. So, And I think we know, don't we, when it comes from somewhere higher, it's just then what we choose to do with it. So 
So how did the idea develop from first getting the name to then, mm-hmm. it sounds like it kind of, it dropped in and then you kind of, it was a period of time before you thought, oh, this is the next step. Yeah. So, um, I've always loved, uh, people's handwritings. I've always had this kind of thing where I like to photograph old letters, love letters, cards. So I've always had this kind of affinity to it. Maybe because my handwriting, I'm a lefty. I'm not so neat. And when I see beautiful... (laughs) Oh, cool. (laughs) I love it. We're the best people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? So I just love beautiful handwriting and I've always collected postcards and I've kind of just had an affinity to them. Um, So I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe I'll photograph postcards, but I wasn't sure how, and I was learning at the same time about the law of attraction and manifestation. I was, Mm. this was happening. They were happening simultaneously. So what ended up happening was all these synchronicities started to happen, which I don't believe in synchronicities. I think you're always divinely guided. I would meet somebody. So just as that happened, I met somebody who taught a law of attraction course. It was a 12-week course. So of course I signed up for that. And in that course, I met a woman who was a copyright editor and website designer who was all into it, who helped me create my first website. My website has been redone since then, but my first website and really helped me focus down is what is it you're asking people to do? What do you want to do? And how can we create this? So I started asking people and teaching workshops to let's manifest together. Let's do something together. So I have people creating these things and I always think of it like when you're sending a postcard out, it's almost like you're placing your order with the universe and then you just got to kind of sit back and wait for it to manifest. Yeah. And I suppose that's my question because that first workshop or the first time, Mm -hmm. because it's it's one thing to have an idea, it's another thing that it works. So talk us through that period of time where you were kind of, because it must have been like a trial and error to see. Oh, for sure. For sure. So at first I didn't, so, so the first idea was, let me use my photographs as people's postcards. And they can just write their affirmation on, I had them created and make them. And then what started to happen was, I was like, well, that's kind of interesting. But this is my work. I want to see what other people can 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 create. So I started with having people come and do um, a postcard. And a lot of people... I found out weren't necessarily clear on what they wanted. Mm-hmm. They wanted the feeling that the feeling. So somebody maybe wanted to feel abundant, but they didn't know what abundance meant to them or somebody wanted to feel happy. So if I would say, well, well, what makes you happy? They couldn't really answer the question. So what I did is I designed a bunch of clarity questions for us to sit and do some writing exercises first to get really clear about what is it you're asking for. And then once we know that, we sit down, we create a sacred space, and we start to create. And we get into that creative energy vortex, which kids are so good at doing. That's why I think Mm. kids are master manifestors because they're not worried about when and how and why and all that stuff. They're just in it. So that's, so it took a little time to get that kind of rhythm going. And then the first big result you got, can you talk us through that? 
Yeah. So what, <laughs> what's really cool is I didn't know that I necessarily wanted this to be a book at first. Sure. You know, I'm thinking. It um, evolves, doesn't it? it yeah, I love it the way. Evolves. Yeah. Love, like we talk about it a lot on our show. It's like, basically, if you have the courage to listen to the information mm-hmm. you're getting, so you had the courage, basically action, the idea that you've got. And it's like, the more we walk along the path, the more right. information we're given. Right. So it's, I, I, I knew I wanted to maybe have a blog and I was going to blog about some of the postcards that came in. And then um, another situation came up, which was so unexpected. Um, somebody I know was giving a book proposal course, teaching people how to write a book proposal. And I was on the phone with her and she's like, oh, just take it. She's like, just take the course, you know? So I'm like, okay, I'll take the course. (laughs) And that was an eight-week adventure. And I learned how to write a book proposal, which was very helpful. But in that group, I made some very great women friends that are all doing some amazing things. So I started with them as my first real test. Victims. Right, the victims. (laughs) I did a little mini workshop um, online with them. And so they created their postcards and they sent them to me. And then what really started to be super cool is the first person I got the phone call. You're never going to believe it. You know, the, you're never going to believe it. Remember when I created my postcard, this exactly happened. And then I would start to get the goosebumps. And then I was like, okay, this is, this is, I'm on the right path. Like, that's what I kept saying. Okay, this is it. I'm on the right path. So that's when the book really solidified itself. And I said, okay, now I have to start really collecting these stories. And people started reaching out to me more and more and more and telling me the amazing stories after they created their postcards. So I can't wait any longer. Give me, give me some amazing okay. juicy story. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to bring my, for those of you who are watching, I, I'll have my book. So uh, this, is a, this is just a super cute, crazy story. So if you can see... There is my photo of her postcard on a train, okay? So her name, yeah, so then her story is next to it. So she... For people people listening, that was a picture of a train. Yes, it was a picture of a postcard on a train. Yes. So I put her postcard on the front of a train and I photographed it. So it's all about travel. So her postcard, she wanted to go on a vacation. She needed a vacation and her postcard was about traveling. And it was about traveling to somewhere in the Caribbean where it was warm with warm waters. You know, she just needed a break. So she wasn't necessarily specific on Mexico, which is where she ended up going, but she just wanted that, um, that feeling. But not realizing she was specific on Mexico because all of her passwords were Mexico. That was her passwords for all of her accounts, Mexico and numbers. So with the postcard, she, she creates it. And I would say maybe hmm, six months later, maybe it was about six months. She calls me and she's like, oh my God, you're not going to believe it. I just got a free trip to Mexico. And I was free. like, what are you talking about? Free. Her, yeah. Her friend had an extra ticket to an all-inclusive hotel in Mexico and asked her to come with her. And all she had to do was pay for her airfare. And the the rest of the trip was free. So 
when she shared that with me, I said, oh, you have to be in the book with your saying yes, because her, she didn't even know if she could take off work. So she, as soon as her friend asked her, she said yes, right away, before mm. she could figure out who's going to handle childcare. That's <laughs> great. Who's going to handle work? Like she sort of just knew and she got the time off and it, it ended up being the trip Amazing. that she needed. And her postcard is all about just traveling because that she felt this strong desire. So that's one story that I have in the book. So there's, I love that story. And there's a couple of things that I really love just already because what you're describing, you're talking my language because it's all about declaring what you want and then mm-hmm. speaking it into existence. Right. And then not only that, like as she just said yes without checking about childcare and everything else. And I'm such a believer that the universe will kind of fall in behind us if we make I those big that. decisions. Yeah, I've just I've, just had a girl who's coming to my Dharma program um, and she didn't know how she was going to afford to come over from the States. We're doing a retreat. And she just said, I'm coming and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be there. And then her sister's given her air points and it's all just kind of flowed because she declared it. Because she declared it, right. So that's what I tell, when I tell people to make a, a manifesting postcard, I say to say it in the, it's already here. Like, don't yes. say I want, say I have, or yeah, I am, you know, I'm grateful for. So when you, when you declare it in the affirmative, you're already saying to the universe, this is exactly um, what, I don't know. Past tense I, it, your life. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. I was looking for the right, the right, the right verbiage. Yeah. So. Because what happens is a lot of times why people struggle is we are in the energy of wanting, wanting, mm-hmm. wanting. And wanting means, you know, means literally not having. If you have something, you don't want it. It's already in your space. So we have to shift our mindset to it's already there. It's mm-hmm. already Absolutely. for me. And everything will work itself out, you know, to, to bring that into the physical reality. Of course, we do take inspired action. We have to take inspired action. Mm-hmm. We can't just create a postcard, sit on our couch and watch Netflix and not do anything. You know, no. you have to take the actions that, because the things will come your way and you have to just be very conscious of what those things are. Absolutely. Yeah, because we can get ideas and you could have sat on that, you know, the name and not done anything and it, it would have passed you by. So right, right. We, we have to be active participants <laughs> in this process. So if you're listening, guys, you know, Melissa is a beautiful example of somebody who was given divinely a name for a creative project, but she was the one who just followed her breadcrumbs mm-hmm. and, you know, listened to the, the intuition and the advice being given along the path. And now what, five years on, you've got a book. And- uh, five years on, I've got a book. Right. And the book actually was pretty, I don't want to say completely effortless because that's not true. But from some of the stories from other authors I know and the, and the challenges of getting it published and all that stuff, it was a really good experience for me. And I quickly got the book picked up by a publisher. It wasn't that long before the book was done that a publisher picked it up. Amazing. So Which you, is pretty amazing. So you actually created the book first and then how did it work? 
Well, with, with nonfiction, you have a book proposal and a book proposal isn't just a couple of pages. It's as you set it up the book exactly how you, you imagine it's going to look. It's mine was probably about 60 pages, my book proposal. And I had some images in there and some stories and how I laid out the chapters because I have the chapters, I have it sectioned off in life themes. So there's a section on love. There's a section on career. There's a section on health and there's a section on money, how to manifest these things. And in each section, I give um, writing exercises and really cool, fun manifesting tools you can do to manifest in those areas in each chapter. So when I laid the book out, you submit it to publishers and agents, and you know, sometimes you get tons of rejections. And just at the same time, I was as somebody offered a service to me because I was having trouble. I'm creative, so when I'm that's where I like to be. So sometimes when I have to, you know, be really uh, diligent about sending out emails and getting them back, and then in the marketing, it's not my strongest suit. So I said I needed help, and of course, I got help. Somebody offered a service to send out submissions for me. Oh, and fantastic. I could pay them per submission. And within six months, I got a publishing contract. And then with the contract, they ask you, well, how long will it take you to finish the book? And it took me three months. Amazing. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. So I'd love to hear some more exciting stories. Like what's your oh, favorite story in the book? Oh, that's hard. <laughs> My favorite story. Well, I mean, besides my story, my own personal story, of course, you know, yours is your favorite. You know, it's, I tell this one a lot because this one sort of really surprised me. So a woman that I didn't know came with a friend to a workshop and she's an art teacher. I'm looking for her story as I'm talking to you so I can show the picture. Mm, She's an art teacher and she thought, oh, this will just be a fun little workshop. We'll make like these little creative things. Maybe it's something I can do with my kids because she teaches art in elementary school. So she came, she did her postcard. It was fun. She didn't really think too much of it. And then probably about a month or so later, she reached out and she said, I really want to do another postcard. There's something going on. I just feel I have this need to do it. So I said, yeah, do one. So this is her postcard and it says there's beauty in the breakdown. That's the, that's what she, she put and her story. So she was married at the time. She's, she, I mean, she is married and, but she was still carrying a lot of hurt and unforgiveness and not trusting from a previous relationship. And the story goes very in detail about that relationship So she felt that there was a disconnect with her husband because she was still holding on to this painful past relationship. Even though her her marriage, great marriage, she already had her children, she was it was good, but something was needling at her. So she did a postcard and it was about uh letting go for her. There was something about it for letting go. So um when she I'm, I'm trying to like shorten it because it's going to be long. <laughs> so, so she creates the postcard. She, she says to me, it's done. Okay. When are you going to send it? Oh, I'll send it to you. You know, it took her a couple of weeks and she finally sent it. And when she sent it, she said, you're never going to believe what happened. She said, the day I put the postcard in the mail, he reached out to me on Facebook 
and wanted to connect because he felt like he owed me an apology. Whoa. Right? The very day day, she sent it. And she hadn't spoken to him in 15 years. Wow. But that puts it in context. My God, 15 years. 15 years. But for whatever reason, energetically, they were still connected. Yeah, of course. And when she finally let it go, yeah. it opened up whatever that energetic space was. And he felt the call yeah, to reach out. Wow. And just her getting the acknowledgement and the validation helped her completely let it all go. Yeah. So when I told her, you know, oh my God, can you please, can I please share this story? Because of course I get everybody's permission. Can I please share this story? She was like, yeah, absolutely. So Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Do you know what? I'm really getting a massive download for you in the sense of I can just see all over the world, people, women getting together, doing circles and writing their postcards to the universe. Oh, I would love that. I yeah. would love that. Yeah, I have a big vision for this project. I mean, it, there's so many things we can do. And I so just got goosebumps. Things. Thank you. Thank That's you so fun. much. So it's like, a lot of fun. It's a yeah, lot so of let's, fun. let's go there. Like, you know, we're, we're both believers in speaking into existence. So share with mm-hmm. me this vision in the past tense, maybe. In the past tense. Okay. So my vision is I see and I have a... Uh, a a whole bunch of books, a whole bunch of workshops with other people contributing to my project. I want to bring other women in. I have brought other women in. Postcards to the universe for women, postcards to the universe for children, postcards to the universe for men, for health, for wealth, for love, for relationships. And I'm an artist, so I know a lot of artists. So I see a book of all these artists creating their own unique postcard. And, and how they would interpret it and sharing their stories. So I see that when I look in my mind's eye, like I can see it so clearly. And I see me traveling and I see me hosting workshops and giving talks and yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. called, you know, by breaking it down into different areas, it, yeah. it's fantastic, really wonderful. And, and I suppose anybody wanting to, get involved, they would just go to the particular area that they're looking mm-hmm. to write into the postcards of the universe. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, on my website, it's postcards to the universe.com. You can, um, you can sign up for my newsletter and then I, I'm not one of those people that sends them out a lot. So you're not going to get every day. Yeah. You're not going to get every day just when something's going on. But uh, for people who sign up, I send them a little gift, which is how to create a manifesting postcard that comes into their inbox and, you know, send me one. It has my address there. I'm always available for people who have questions. You can email me and ask me and people do it all the time. And is there much significance to the, the actual postcard itself? What do you mean? Much significance. um, well, you showed me some pictures of mm-hmm. the train with the, with the mm-hmm. so explain to me the postcard, like the significance of the picture on the postcard in the manifesting process. Okay. So I'm going to show you a couple examples of some postcards that I just have right here. So just how people are so different. So this one came in the mail. Let me turn it right. So she did watercolor. And she wrote affirming words all over her postcard and she sent it to me like this. So I'll get a postcard like this. Yeah. And 
Um, so she designed it specifically. This is, she designed it. Some people like to get super creative and do it. And then some people will just take a picture and write an affirmation on it. There are no rules. This one, I taught, I taught a workshop and we were cutting out of magazines. And so she made, she's also a writer. So she made this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You see, so people can get really, really creative and hers is about being published because, like I said, she's a writer. Um, this one, I mean, she sends me postcards all the time. She does them in huge eight by tens. Wow, and this God. is about a relationship. That's lovely. And it's on the back, too. Is that upside down? No, that's correct. See, she did front and back. So you can get as creative as you want. So usually when I get them, they'll sit on my table for a while. I just kind of like let them sit and I'll get a spark. I'll get inspired. I'll see something and I'll think, I want to go photograph that postcard. I'm going to take it. I'm going to photograph it. And then it just comes to me on how I want whatever their, whatever their, their affirm, affirmation and their manifestation is, that helps guide me in the way that I want to photograph the postcard. And that's, so it's kind of like a collaboration. So I'm helping them manifest whatever it is. And they become almost like your muse and giving you creativity. Yeah, Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, fantastic. Wonderful. Oh, what a a beautiful project. Thank you. It's a lot of fun and I get to tap into my creativity, which I love. And I love getting those, you're never going to believe it, which will be Probably a postcard book, Postcards to the Universe. You're never going to believe it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love that title because that's what everybody says. You're never going to believe it. <clears throat> You're never going to believe what just happened. Right. And what do you do with all the postcards? I have them in folders and baskets, in um, in boxes. And what a, a, I would love to do this at some point. I want to have a show at a gallery with my book. I want to frame the postcards. And then I also want to have next to that a picture, my picture of that postcard. So it's like the three parts. So you have the postcard framed, matted on the gallery wall, my image of that postcard, and then I'll also have the book there. So I'd like to do a show like that at some yeah, point. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Really yeah. Nice. yeah. I, I can see so. wallpaper for some reason. <laughs> I can see postcard wallpaper. <clears throat> Oh, that would be really cool. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I would love to create um, cards, affirm- mm. affirmation cards. Yeah, because like, that's what I was thinking. If someone wasn't sure what they wanted to do, maybe they purchase a postcard mm. from you and then they can right. send it and it's got your printed details on it. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. How exciting. Oh, my brain, sorry. Exciting. My brain's going like, <laughs> to download like, oh, let's do this. What a great idea. <laughs> no, I love it. I have so many ideas. And every time I get one, I put a little note in my phone. And I'm just like, let me just save this. Because you know, sometimes you get an idea and then life takes over, you get busy and you're like, what was it that I I thought of? And it's gone. So I try to remind myself to do that. But for our listeners, you know, Melissa is a really fantastic example of somebody doing her dharma. You know, we, we talk a lot about dharma and the right path of action. And essentially your right path of action is your unique gifts and talents coupled with your passions and you know that's kind of exactly what you're doing you're encompassing all of the things that you're truly passionate about and all you're truly gifted in and you've just got this most amazing fantastic idea that you're following the breadcrumbs of and it's just it's got its own life and you're kind of just Mm -hmm. birthing it really or birthed it it's coming through you 
Yeah, it's it's really exciting. I it, this has never been something that I thought actually that I would be doing. Truthfully, I mean, mm-hmm. I was a um, photographer and I did commercial photography and fine art photography, and I just kind of assumed that that would be the way that I had a gallery at one point, a small little gallery. I just assumed that that would be the way that things were going to go, and life shifted like a lot of things kind of happened at once and and things shifted and I started learning about manifestation and I started learning about the law of attraction and asking questions of why did you know when something happens you ask yourself well why did this happen I don't understand you know and when you start to seek that's when you find these Mm. the first person who sort of introduced me to this was Louise Hay Mm. Hay House and through Louise I found all the other authors from Hay House and Mm. that kind of got me in the groove and it really sparked a fire in me. I mean, it really, really did. Because doing commercial photography, listen, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. But it doesn't move my heart. It doesn't stir my soul. So, and again, everybody listening, you know, that passion project that you could work on for hours and hours and hours, you know, like you said, it doesn't feel like work. It's just coming through you. It's something coming from somewhere higher. But you listened, Melissa, and you took action. So, you know. I listened. Yeah, I listened. And I, I just want everyone to think who's listening, think about some of the things that you've already manifested in your life that you just didn't know that you necessarily manifested it. But if you mm. look back, you'll say, oh, because I tell a really cool story about um, how I, I manifested working with dolphins. I worked with dolphins for seven years photographing them, working with disabled uh, children. I was a photographer and I manifested that without knowing I manifested it because when I was a kid, I wanted to be a marine biologist really bad. Mm. I think super bad. I was obsessed with Jacques Cousteau, watching old videos of him and I always wanted to work with the dolphins and then life kind of took over. We moved, some things happened and the marine biology kind of fell apart. So I did photography. I fell in love with photography and it just so happened that I got an opportunity to go down to um, the Florida Keys, which is only 80 miles from where I live because I was photographing the disabled community. I have a disabled sister who's developmentally disabled. So I would photograph her a lot and I was doing a documentary kind of project. And when I found out they were doing therapy in the Keys, which isn't far from me, I said, oh, I would love to come, and can I please observe and maybe take some pictures? And I hand-wrote the president a note. I hand-wrote it, and I sent him a letter. I know, it's crazy. I saw him on the Discovery Channel. That's how I found it. So, But again, you went after something. You didn't question it. You didn't talk yourself out of it. You just went for it. Yeah, I got the address and I said, I'm just going to see if I just can observe and maybe take some pictures. He said, sure, come down. If the family say it's okay, you can take photos and just give them some photos. I said, no problem. So I did that like only like three or four times. And at this time I had a photography gallery. I was still bartending to make extra money. So, and I was living with somebody at the time. I had a boyfriend and I was living with somebody. He said, oh, I want to take you to lunch. And I said, okay, that's great. Let's go to lunch. And he's like, we really like you. And we, haven't ha- we don't have a staff photographer. We would love, they, they hired an outside photographer. They said, we would love for you to become our staff photographer. And I said, yep, yes. I, I, I didn't know how I was going to do it. 
I had to like, I had the gallery, I was bartending, I had a relationship. I didn't check with anybody. And for seven years, I worked with dolphins and I got so much more out of it than I ever thought I would. So I use that story in my own life because I manifested it, but I didn't know at the time that's what I did. Mm, wonderful. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Vanessa. I've really enjoyed chatting to you and I've really thank you. <laughs> enjoyed you your story. Yeah, it's thank fantastic. So how so can people much. find you? How can they connect with you? Well, you can find me on all the social media platforms. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Postcards to the Universe, or you can just go to my website and that'll link you to everything. Um, you can email me, postcardstotheuniverse.com. If you have any questions, you can sign up for my newsletter. I can help you create a manifesting postcard. And if you do happen to send me one, because the address to send one is on there, just send me a little note that you mm. are. Because, um, you know, usually I'll know when I get them, but every once in a while, somebody will send one and I can't, they don't always sign their name or they are, I can't necessarily make out their name. So I don't know who the postcard belongs to, which is still okay. Cause I love sure. getting them in the mail. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to share your story on our podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Excellent. And we will see you next week with another amazing guest on Kitty Talks. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Dharma Life podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Please come over and say hello on my Instagram, our Facebook group. And also, please let me know what you thought. So if you are listening, please take a screenshot of the podcast that you are listening to. Tag me on Instagram and I will reshare your post. And please let me know what it is that you got out of today's episode. Remember, when we do our Dharma, we are happier, healthier, we live longer, and we have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. Mm-hmm.